seeing you tonight. And if you don't like seeing them, do not be lying in church. Hallelujah. Amen. Find somebody you do like. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. you. May be seated in Jesus' name. In the month of February, February 19th, uh, on Wednesday night, it'll be ladies' night. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Nobody knows anything about that. Men's night, February 26th. Youth night, March 4th. And I thought about having junior kids last Sunday school on March 11th. I'll get with uh, all those that like to be a part of that. That would be great service. And then I thought March 18th, we could do like a music uh, service. So some of you that like to sing and you have great voices and you say, well, nobody ever asked me. Well, maybe it's a, it'll be a great opportunity. We'll see. We'll see what the Lord will do. Amen. Brother Alex is going, yes. Amen. Brother Alex is going to sing a special. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. I will not be long tonight. And uh, amen. We want to talk tonight uh, about angels. Anybody believe in angels? I believe in angels. Bible says in Hebrews 1, 14, are they not all ministering spirits? Sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. God has blessed us with angels. They are his creations. They are simply employed by him to do his will. And I don't know if you know this, but angels have two functions. Anybody know what the first function of an angel is? Worship God. That's why they were created. And guess what? That's why you were created. You were created to worship God. To give God glory because we were made in the image of God. How dare you look in the mirror and say, I don't like what I see. Because you're saying you don't like God. You are made in the image of God. You say, well, I don't look like them and I don't dress like them. And so? <laughs> you look like God. God created you. And God has never created junk. But the first function is worship. But the second function of the angels is to minister to the heirs of salvation. That's pretty exciting. God gave us angels to minister to us. Can I tell you tonight, when we were born again, when we repented of our sins and was buried in water and filled with the Spirit, when we were baptized in His name, we took on his name. We took on the name of Jesus and we became adopted into his family, the family of God. And because of that, we are made heirs of salvation. Thank God he made us heirs of salvation. Thank God he adopted us. 
I don't know about you tonight, but I'm glad to be a part of the family of God. I've said it many times. I spend more time with y'all than I do my blood family. I'd have to get on a plane and go see them. But guess what? Every time I walk in the house of God, I'm excited. We're part of the family of God. And whether you like it or not, we're family. Yeah, you thought you were the only one with the crazy uncle. Now you got a crazy pastor. You ain't getting rid of me. We're family. Amen. And so God gave us angels to minister unto us, to minister to his heirs. So then the question is, what does a ministering spirit do? What are their functions? A ministering spirit is one that executes the will of God. It renders aid to others. They are called helpers. They are called servants. They are employed by God acting on his will, on his behalf to do his will. They're sent by God. They're appointed by God. They're not for us to worship. Okay, there's a lot of people say, well, man, I've I, I seen angels. Man, I just want to be around angels. Thank God for angels, okay? Now, I, I know some fallen angels. I'm not talking about fallen angels. But thank God for angels, but I'm not going to worship an angel. But I'm going to thank God that God sent angels on his behalf to do his will. They're appointed by God and they're sent forth to minister to the heirs of salvation. Pretty exciting. And he gives us helpers. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need some help now and then. There are over 300 references to angels in the word of God. Angels are powerful. One angel alone slew over 185,000 Assyrians in one night when King Hezekiah needed deliverance from danger. Read Genesis 21, you'll find that an angel ministered to Hagar and Ishmael. Genesis chapter 19, two angels rescued Lot out of Sodom. Genesis 22, thank God that the angel of the Lord stopped Abraham as he was about to sacrifice his son Isaac. Genesis 32, an angel wrestled with God and guess what? Changed his name to Israel for he had found favor with God. Exodus 3, 2, the angel of the Lord gave Moses the revelation of the name of God from the burning bush. Exodus 14, the angel of God went before Israel in what? The pillar of fire. Judges chapter 6, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon and called him a mighty man of valor. First Kings 19, an angel brought food and drink to the prophet Elijah. Daniel chapter 6, everybody knows about this one. An angel delivered Daniel from the lion's den. And Daniel 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Many thought it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But it wasn't Abednego, it was Abednego. And in Daniel chapter 3, you'll find an angel of the Lord was with the three Hebrew boys. 
in the fiery furnace. Acts 5, an angel opened the prison doors to release the apostles. Acts 8, an angel sent Philip to the desert to witness to an Ethiopian. Acts chapter 10, an angel instructs Cornelius to send Peter so he could hear the gospel. Thank God for a saving angel like that. Acts chapter 12, an angel rescues Peter out of prison. Acts 12, an angel killed the evil King Herod by smiting him with disease when he was lifted up with pride. Acts 27, an angel stood by Paul when he was in a storm and shipwrecked. Revelations chapter 20, an angel will one day bind Satan for a thousand years. That's pretty credible. Can I tell you, angels are immortal. Angels do not die. That means every single one of the delivering angels in the Bible is still alive today. And we have the power to say, God, send me the angel of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Send me that angel. That was what Daniel the lion's did. Send me that angel of protection. We've got that same power. Pretty exciting. Clap your hands on the Lord. <coughs> Psalms 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Angels are faithful. And we know that angels serve two functions, just two functions. Worship God and minister to the heirs of salvation. Hebrews 1.14, are they not all ministering spirits? Sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Psalms 103 verse 21, blessed ye the Lord, all ye his host, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. Revelations 4 8. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within, and the rest not day and night, saying, Holy, holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is to come. Revelations 5, 11 through 13. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. Now, many times we just read through Scripture and we just kind of, I didn't really realize how many 10,000 times 10,000 is. You get your phone out or whatever, get your brain. 10,000 times 10,000 that are around the throne that are praising and worshiping God is 100 million angels. Just a hundred million angels. 
around the throne, giving God praise. And then he says, and thousands of thousands, just another million angels there, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Can I tell you, if you don't like worship on a Sunday night, you don't like loud noise, you may not like heaven. When we get together and we're singing and we're worshiping, it's pretty nice. But all of a sudden you get annoyed because brother so-and-so's clapping his hands. Or you get annoyed because someone's yelling, hallelujah. A hundred million angels are gathering around the throne saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain. And then another million joins along. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever and ever. Angels were worshipers of God. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to do. Everything the Bible talks about. That there's coming a time where every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, I just don't believe in God and I, I just don't believe you have to be emotional and I don't believe you have to be loud. Well, there's coming a day. <laughs> you may not like it. You may not be where you need to be and maybe you're under the earth but you're still going to be lifting up your voice. Letting the world and everybody know, every creature, same blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. What an incredible day that will be. Can I tell you that the angels will never leave their first function Worshiping God. That's their number one job. But to fulfill their second function is minister unto the heirs of salvation until we occupy their place of worship. We're just getting ready for heaven. Just getting ready for a celebration. You say, Pastor, what do I have to celebrate about? Well, you're here. You're above ground. Yeah, but you don't, you don't know what kind of day I have. You know what's going to happen after service. You know what's going to happen this week. You're above ground. Anybody feel God in this house? You feel him? Can I tell you, when you begin to worship God, 
The angels have caught this revelation. The revelation is this. When you worship God, things start to happen. What things start to happen? Well, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. He abides, he dwells where there is praise. And the angels say, let's get together. A hundred million of us, let's get together. We're going to worship God. And in your darkest night, and when all hell's attacking you, it's never a time to silence your worship. But it should be a signal when everything's falling apart and you don't know where to go and where to turn and, and, and even who to turn to. I'm going to tell you, number one, who I turn to, just like the angels, number one function is I'm going to turn to God and I'm going to worship him because I understand that if I can worship him and I can give him praise, he inhabits there. Oh, somebody had to clap your hands unto the Lord. The worship of God must be our number one priority. Can I tell somebody, God is fighting for you. God is watching over you. And he has given you everything you need to make it. We are heirs unto salvation and we have him protecting us and we have his angels helping us. We just need to know we can trust in him. Be not dismayed, be not troubled. God is fighting for you. Everything you need, everything you want, God has provided it for us. We are heirs unto salvation. And when we understand that, then we understand we're not in competition. And when we come in this house, all we're doing is worshiping God. And if angels' function is to worship and minister, and they see us worshiping, then they start to worship. Bible says that heaven begins to rejoice over one that repents because the angels know they got another choir member. They got another praiser. They got another worshiper. You've got to make up your mind. I will not allow my problem to dictate my worship. I am created to worship. I'm created to praise. I'm created to give him glory and honor in spite of what I'm going through. Angels are there to help you. You say, well, pastor, I just don't. Stop. Can I tell you tonight, brother, I'm about done. I told you it wouldn't be long. That's pretty cool, wasn't it? Listen, can I tell you that hell doesn't like you? Really doesn't. And when you start to do right and you start, here's the thing about church and living for God. Sometimes, and maybe you could just agree with me if, if maybe that's you, 
But you know when you're just, you really found the groove and you're really just, you're hitting on all cylinders and it's like, man, I'm really, I'm getting into this living for God thing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You just found your lane. I've been faithful. I, I've been doing this. And, and, and all of a sudden you just say, you know what? I'm going to pray more. I'm going to read my Bible more. I'm going to evangelize more. And you make a declaration. Uh-oh. Hell takes notice. The enemy gets afraid because the enemy can't handle. See, I talked about it last Sunday that how many angels fell? A third, right? How many angels did not fall? Two-thirds. So for every devil, there's two more angels. Bible says he that's within you greater than he that's within the world. And so the devil wants to intimidate you and get in your spirit and get in your, your brain that you, you'll never make it, but God's got a word for you. God says, hey, I'm bigger than all that. I created everything. I've given you angels. They're employed. You don't have to pay for them. God says, I already paid them. You got ministering angels to help you. You said, man, I got financial problems. You know what, God? Send me an angel that'll bless my finances. I've got marriage problems. God, give me an angel that'll help my marriage. God, I've got kid problems. Give me an angel that can help my kids. I've got a boss that just wants to throw me in the fiery furnace. Well, send me that angel. That was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They won't stop me from praying. They won't throw me in the den of lions. Send me that angel that shut the mouth of those lions. Because when hell starts to attack, that's when you should turn up your dial of worship. That's when you should make up your mind. I'm going to be more faithful. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to get involved more. Can I tell you the danger of taking back seats and the danger of disconnecting? The danger of getting away from the fold. The enemy can just run rampant all around you. But if you'll link up with a brother or sister and say, hey, you be my praise partner. You worship with me. Bible says one can put a thousand a flight, but two can put 10,000. And how much more we can link up with an angel? I'm not going to worship an angel. I just want that angel that, that defeated 185,000 Assyrians in one night. I want that angel to help me because there's going to come a Sodom and Gomorrah night when I'm going to need the angel of the Lord to take my babies out of Sodom. You have not because you ask not. You have everything you need at your disposal. It's really not that hard to live for God. You just make it hard because you listen to the wrong voices. I was talking with somebody today and we were talking about the Bible and it just seemed like we had a Bible study at work. And it's like, okay, here we go. 
And we just, we started, we got into it. We just talked about the word and, and, and all of that. And, and, and I just said, you know, I said, too many people try to get spiritual advice from carnal people. I said, if I'm overweight and I'm looking for some health advice, I'm not going to go somewhere that's 500 pounds. If I need financial advice, I might go somewhere that just lost their house and, 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 and they're filing bankruptcy. No. If I need spiritual advice, I got to find some spiritual counsel in the multitude of counselors. There's safety. And I don't need people to tell me what I want to do, but I need people to tell me what I need to do. And what you need is God. And God has said, hey, when you're weak, I become strong. You can't do it alone, but I've got angels standing saying, God, Put me in the game. Miller's going to need me. Just say the word, God, I'm there. Bania's going to need me. Reuben's going to need me. You got angels. Doesn't the great faith chapter say we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses? I don't care what anybody else has told you. You can make it. You may have fallen down, but don't stay down. Get back up. And today, make up your mind. I'm breaking some chains. I'm breaking the curse. I'm going to get God's help. I'm going to get God's servants, employees. I'm going to get the angels to help me. Because without God, without the angels, we can't make it. But we can make up our mind, God, I'm in need of you today. I'm in need of your services today. We are heirs unto salvation. Thank God. One of these days, he's going to call me home. Last night, me and my wife, we were... Went to try to work out. I only did three machines. But I'm feeling it. I'm like sore. Because when you start really doing what you need to do, it doesn't feel good. But you keep it up. And God starts blessing. And I'm challenging you tonight. Forget about what you haven't done. Forget about what you haven't done right and focus on what you can do. Just make one step. Got to make it one step towards you tonight. I'm taking one step in your direction and I'm in need of help today. Could you send me an angel and get me out of prison? Could you send me an angel, God, help my problem? Hallelujah. Could you stand to your feet tonight? Could you raise your hands and Raise your voice and connect to a God that has heard every one of your prayers. He knows exactly where you are. 
Don't put up that wall and that facade that everything's all right. But somebody cry out to the Lord. Somebody cast all your cares upon him. God, I'm in need of you. I'm in need of your touch. I'm in need of your deliverance. I'm in need of your strength. Help my home. Help my family. I can't get out of this alone. Let those angels, God, that were with those three boys in that furnace, let them be dispatched unto me. Shut the mouths of the lions and the attacks that are coming against me. Dispatch those angels of mercy. Dispatch those angels of love. Dispatch those angels of protection. As you made us heirs of salvation. Come on all across the building. Lift up your voice in this house. Oh. Worship him. Praise him. Praise will get you out. Worship gets his attention. Come on, I know it's a Wednesday night. But God knew you're going to be here. He's got a word for you. You haven't seen your best days yet. You haven't seen your greatest breakthroughs yet. You haven't experienced your greatest deliverance yet. He's your help. He's your help. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, which was and is, shall come. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. God, I trust in you. God, I depend on you. I can't do it by myself, God. God, you can. You can, you can, you can. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you today. I love you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I trust in you. I trust in you, God. I depend on you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is a take-home message. Take-home message? Yeah, it's a take-home message. You got to take it with you. 
You got to put them to action. When you get home, you just got to speak some words over your home. Lord, I need some angels in this house. I need some angels of love and angels of mercy and angels of grace. I need angels at my job. I've got a crazy boss and I need to say, Pharaoh, let my people go. But I'm telling you, everything you need is right at your fingertips. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock shall be opened unto you. God's not your servant, but he has made you heirs of salvation. Disciples, last thing I'll say, disciples came to the Lord and they were like, so messed up because the devils and the demons didn't listen to them. And the Lord said, why are you worrying about them for? Don't rejoice that the devils know your name, but rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Heirs of salvation. One of these days, Brother Joe, he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. God, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your people. I pray, God, that you'd bless them. I pray, God, that you'd go with them. I pray angels, God, we dispatched into every home, into every family. Hallelujah. And I pray a hand of blessing and provision and protection would be on them. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Somebody shout amen. Find two or three people, love on somebody. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Don't forget about revival.